0: I, I just she's an idiot I, I just... <laughs> that's exactly right she's a complete moron but welcome to unscripted with kirby hossaman and bill petrie in this weekly podcast kirby and bill talk about the world of marketing branding and promotional products unscripted is available only at promocorner.com the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry now here's kirby and bill Welcome to the second century of <laughs> Unscripted. I'm your co-host, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, the emperor of eco-friendly, embroidered, unstructured ball caps. <laughs> I, I I had to reach for that one. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Kirby Haasman. Kirby, how the hell are you today?
1: I am doing so well. I, I, that was a reach, but very creative. I like that a lot. It's uh, doing well. It is summertime. The one thing you have not heard me complain about here recently is the cold, and I love that. Uh, so things are good here. How about you, man? Uh, things
0: are going well. Um, got my whole team down here uh, for meetings this week, so it's kind of fun to have everybody near and far uh, here in Nashville and uh, really just enjoying getting things done. And, and speaking of getting things done, Kirby. Bring it. Guess who gets things done? Who's that, Bill? That would be our new sponsor for this week, the good people at CoLab. Now, if you haven't heard of CoLab, it's two partner companies, companies that are collaborating to give you a single PO solution With a single project manager for every private label need you have and the two companies in question are bam bam's and t-shirt tycoon and uh, ben taylor who uh, works over bam bam's and adam walterscheid who works over t-shirt tycoon both innovators and they're really focused on providing a transparent supply chain approach that's combined with the highest level of compliance demanded by both corporate markets and consumer brands today and their goal is really simple and you know how much i'm going to love this yeah their goal is to create a frictionless transaction that carries across multiple product categories while ensuring while ensuring distributor partners get the highest level of quality, safety, social compliance, and brand integrity, all within that vertical and global supply and chain partnership. I mean, it's a big thing they're biting off, but I have no doubt they're going to pull this
1: off. These are two of my favorite guys in the industry, and I just think if anybody can kind of put this all together, it's those two I'm excited about. it.
0: They are putting it together. In fact, they're going to be launching at ASI Chicago July 25th and 26th. So if you're heading out to ASI Chicago, uh, Bam Bam's booth is 1907. Yeah. The T-shirt Tycoon booth is 1714. They're right across from each other. And you can go learn more about CoLab in person. They also have a Collab meeting room, which is MR ten 1049 If you'd like to schedule an in-person Collab presentation. So they are really excited about this. We're excited to have them sponsor the podcast. And uh, well, I think it's just a great, great idea. Awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. Excellent. Well, Kirby, are you ready to broadcast at a titanium level today?
1: I am. I'm like rubbing my hands together excited I, I to get it. into can, 101, man.
0: I can hear it. I can hear it. So um, as always, I want to thank you for having the courage to do this podcast.
1: Why don't you go ahead and start us off today, Kirby? I will. I will. And I want to. I, I actually want to uh, kind of dig into the courage topic. Uh, like many people, um, I had the opportunity to listen to a podcast with you recently. Um, I, abs- yeah, right? I, I absolutely love, another podcast in our industry, SkewCast, with Mark Graham and Bobby LeHue. They do a great job. And, they do. And, and what I like about them is they often make me think, and I, I, I love it when people do that. Well, recently, as you well know, um, they had the opportunity to interview you down there at the headquarters of Promo Corner. And I think now you and I know each other really well. I would say yeah. I know you probably better than a lot of people, right? Yeah, I'd Um, agree with that. I would agree with Um, that. And so, but I think a lot of people got the opportunity to get to know you and know a little bit about your story in a different way. Um, Mm -hmm. And I, 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 I know you well enough to know that it was a little uncomfortable for you to dig into some of these topics. And so, A, great job. Um, you did a really cool job. They did a great job of bringing it out of you. You did a, a great job of being vulnerable. But B, I just kind of wanted to dig in and say, you know, tell me about that experience. What what did you think about it? How did it make you feel? And, um, you know, what was it like being on the skew cast?
0: Um, so it was interesting. Um, Bobby, I um, knew Bobby and Mark were coming down to Nashville on a, they are going on a road trip and Nashville was their first stop. And they were, we were talking about what can we do from a content perspective, and Bobby said, you know, I think I'd like to have you on Skewcast. It's been a while. He goes, but I want to know the Bill Petrie story. And I'm like, ah, oh, let's do something else. Let's, let's talk about industry stuff. Let's, let's talk about, you know, how things are evolving in the marketplace, so on and so forth. And Bobby was real insistent, and I, I told him, I said, I, we can do that. Um, I said, but I, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm a little little nervous, a little uncomfortable, a little anxious about it. I mean, right now, I mean, just talking about it, Kirby, my, my palms are, are actually sweating mm. um, because I knew to be true to me, be true to my, hopefully my brand of authenticity, that um, the questions he was going to ask me um, demanded, candid and um, honest answers right and so he provided me the questions up front um, okay. I didn't he you know if I wanted to nix one or change one which I didn't and I actually prepared for the podcast which you you know me well enough I don't <laughs> do that uh, you know I think as Bobby would say um, he's told me this a number of times I, I'm a pretty good extemporaneous speaker I don't need a lot of preparation generally to do a podcast in fact I generally say I don't want to know the questions I want my first reaction to be my first reaction right But I prepared, and there was some honest, candid stuff there. And um, I I think a couple people texted me and said, wow, chill, Bill, you're not like that on the Unscripted (laughs) podcast. I'm like, well, no, it's a different podcast altogether. So. Um, I, I was a little nervous, uh, had a little bit of trepidation going into the podcast. But Bobby and Mark are, are such, first of all, good human beings. Yeah. Um, second of all, they've both been such good cheerleaders for me along the way. And we really talked about how, you know, I, I've, we, I spend a lot of my time, even still today, pushing through fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember they asked, you know, does that does that, has it ever gotten better? I'm like, no, absolutely <laughs> not. I yeah. still have to push through fear every day. And um, so I was really, um, I, I was wondering how it was going to turn out. Um, and it's probably the first podcast of, that I've been on that I've really listened to afterwards. Right. And I, I was nervous with it going out, but I was very pleased with how it came out. And, yeah. and I loved, um, I've, I've got a tremendous outpouring of people, both public and private, saying, that's a side of you we didn't even know existed. And, and gosh, you're, we're not the only one who are scared right um and and it's i think it's i wish more people i'm not sure how comfortable i am being vulnerable but i do think it's important so you know even just pushing through that knowing how uncomfortable i was i had to push through that Mm -hmm. and i i i I i'll tell you it was very cathartic for me Mm. um i don't view it as a weakness to say hey i was a shitty employee the last (laughs) six months at halo and i got fired i um I don't have uh, any, you know. I don't worry about sharing that stuff because it, it's part of who I am, and it's part of what makes me whatever I am today. Yeah. So I, I don't even know how to. I'm rambling at this point because this is how you can tell I'm nervous. I'm rambling. I don't even remember <laughs> the question.
1: Well, here's what um, I would say. Let me let me interrupt yeah. you then. Yeah, please so, do. So one of the things I noticed was the tone, and and you mentioned it just now, the tone of it, and by tone I mean the tone of the the podcast, the actual volume, like it was all different. Was that on purpose? Did they talk about that or did that just kind of organically happen?
0: That just organically happened. I mean, we were all three sitting in an office. Um, Bobby and Mark were trading back a handheld microphone and I was holding a handheld microphone Mm -hmm. and I think just, you know, Bobby is such a, gifted speaker and i'm not talking about standing up in front of people speaking he's certainly gifted at that i'm just he's the type of person when you're speaking to him his eyes look through your soul and <laughs> and I, I don't mean that in a weird creepy way but i mean yeah. the way he looks at you his cadence it demands attention yeah he's a great interviewer your... he is and sitting across from him and, and from mark um i i really kind of took my lead from bobby you know you know we're we're talking about some things that don't people generally don't talk about um in a public environment and so i there wasn't it wasn't like hey man let's keep it down yeah i mean no one probably knows this but we were all having a beer during the podcast we were were enjoying a beer because it was about five o'clock in the afternoon and we thought this would be you know a good way to just Really, have, really, we wanted to have it to just be, be a conversation.
1: Yeah. Well, it was great. So, great job.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that.
1: Absolutely. And I
0: appreciate everybody who's reached out to me. Like I said, i, I overwhelmed by the response. So Cool. Cool, brother. All right. Let's take the focus squarely off me, please. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So, I wanted to ask you, um, well, I wanted so, the PPAI names Women of mm. Achievement Every year. And they've named two this year. Came out um, just a day or so ago. So, Mary Ellen uh, Skokalski, -hmm. Skokalski, uh, the Scarlet Marketeer, uh, she was named a a woman of achievement. And Marsha from Tango Partners down in Atlanta. I think something we, and I mean the global we as an industry, Mm -hmm. um, the industry can tend to be the good old boys' club. Sure. I wanted to ask you. Who are some women you look up to in the industry and why? And I can answer. If, I could, if you want to think about it, I can go ahead and go.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can I can answer. But, yeah, if you have some prep, to go for it.
0: All right. So the first one that came to mind, um, and, and I, I love this topic because, we again, we don't talk about these type of things. Right. And um, Catherine Graham.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Catherine Graham's a no-brainer.
0: Yeah, Catherine Graham's a no-brainer because she is uh, – Really, you know, with all apologies to Mark, she's the brains behind that operation, <laughs> and so does a great job with Common Skew. Does a great job um, leading a team. I've, I've had the honor of going up to Common Skew and Right Sleeve and spending some time with that group, and I'm a big believer culture uh, flows down from the top. And she right. is she and Mark, but uh, you know, she is the CEO. They, she's created such a great culture there. And it's a culture of of helping. It's a culture of wanting to do things um, to make everybody's life better. And I love that about her. Right. I'd say the second one, and it's someone I've looked up to a while, is Lori Cates. Um, Lori, who uh, recently uh, left Imagine Brands. One of the strongest leaders I've ever met, okay. um, her, the way you know, she communicates with um, her team, uh, the way she supports her team, and she's, she's a, a proud woman who stands out there out front saying, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to execute. And then she allows her people to execute, and I love that. So she, she sets the tone, and she has her people lead. She right. gets out of the way. Yep. And I think that's a very, very difficult thing for any of us to do. Yep. Um, I, I could go on and on, but those were two that came to my mind immediately. And, and I didn't actually write these down. I just figured I'd have the conversation with you organically. Yeah. There are many women in our industry who do such a tremendous job. Yeah, um, I, mean, I agree. So so can do you have any you'd like to yeah shout outs to
1: yeah so you know it's it's tough in the sense that um I, I what i'd like this is one of those where i love this topic and i hate it in the sense mm-hmm. that i know i'm gonna like at like 10 minutes after we're done recording i'm gonna be like damn it no I question forgot, uh, we're gonna, we
0: are we are gonna leave people out yeah yeah um, but
1: the first people that pop into my mind. It's so funny. Catherine Graham was one of the ones that immediately popped into my mind. Too late. Uh, yeah. Right. You win. Uh, I do. Yeah. Uh, I do win. Yeah. Number two uh, in my life. And I think this is where it mm-hmm. is, is the connections that I have with people. Um, so one of the ones is, is Amy Hossman, right? Like, okay. so she's in the industry. And yep. the reason I say that is because she literally influences me every day. And I think th- much like the Graham's, I get a shit ton of credit for work that she does, yeah. Um, and so that would be one, um, and two others that popped into my head just in it, just organically as soon as you said it. Two people yep. that popped into my head was Tiffany Tarr and Dana Geiger, nice um, for different reasons. But they are people when I think of strong uh, women, strong leaders. Forget women, just strong leaders in our industry. Those two who, to women, yeah, right? who just, happen to be happen women, right? Who happen to yes, be women? Yes. So those are the two that kind of popped in. And
0: I'm going to add one more that, that I just thought about um, is Mary Joe Tomasini, mm. who yes. Um, yes. Uh, from, com- from Competitive Edge up in Michigan, and she is um, the immediate past chair of the uh, PPAI board. What, a, what an elegant, graceful woman, um, and, and what a wonderful person to lead our industry. Um, yeah. From the board perspective, uh, Dale Dale Denham's got some big shoes to follow, and then right after Dale Denham, the last person I want to mention is Brittany David, who I think yes. has done some <laughs> tremendous things at Snugs. Um, this we could just do a whole podcast yeah, right. on, this, right? <laughs> exactly. um, but Brittany David is is someone you know. If you don't know her very well, she she. You know, from a distance, she comes across as very quiet and very demure. But, you know, she has got um, ideas and she knows how to execute them. And, man, she has got a razor sharp wit.
1: Yeah. No, those are – I love the topic. And maybe we should revisit it sometime when we get a chance. I know it's unscripted, but um, this is one of those where, like, the moment you were saying people, I was like, oh, yeah. So that's great.
0: That's great. Awesome. All right. You got another topic, Kirby?
1: Yeah. So, um, a quick one, probably. So, um, on the, uh, Facebook page, the promotional products professionals, Facebook page, there was a discussion, uh, this week, uh, that I think you and I were both tagged in. Um, it was a a good discussion where somebody brought up the idea that essentially there was a disagreement between a distributor and a supplier. Right. And what it boiled down to was over a $9 charge that, that they just couldn't come to agreement on. Right. Uh, And long story short, I think, if I'm doing this right, the supplier has said, look, no moss. We're not right. dealing with that distributor anymore. Right. And um, and that's it over that. And so it was funny, but two things. Number one, I absolutely love, and I mean love, probably my favorite part of this entire thing is that people are tagging us in discussions on the right. page to make sure that we have the idea to call it out. <laughs> Um, so, thank you, William Adair. Um, yeah, I
0: think it was. I, thought, I was about to say I thought it was William Adair yeah, who did yeah. that.
1: Um, but second of all, I guess I wanted your take if you saw that because I, th- I assume you did since we were tagged in it. And what, I, what did you think about it?
0: Okay, so I did, and I, I didn't comment. I read the initial, I read the initial post, and yep. you, you succinctly crystallized it perfectly. Um, supplier basically has had a disagreement with the distributor over nine dollars, and so the supplier said, uh, "Go buy your." stuff elsewhere. Right. And my immediate thought as I was going through all the comments and there were hot, razor white hot opinions on both sides. Yep. Mm -hmm. And all I thought was you guys are making wild generalizations based (laughs) on a very limited bit of information. (laughs) Yes, I agree. Because (laughs) I have no clue. I, I, I like to think in general people are reasonable, people are nice. I have a hard time believing that the second a $9 charge was disputed, that's it. We're not doing business with
1: you. Yes, that's exactly I don't
0: buy that thought. for a second. <laughs> so I have a feeling there's a really long history there, and that was the proverbial straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. Yes. So I thought that that was one thing. So I didn't even comment because of that. Yeah. Um, I, I. And I love that William tagged us in it because it's, it's a good topic. The other thing is – why the hell do you need to air that dirty laundry in the promotional products Facebook page? Now, for, for starters, please keep doing that. It provides a lot of great content <laughs> for us. But understand when you do that how it makes you look. It might make you look vindictive. It might make you look petty. It might make you look a lot of ways you don't want to look. You know, I'm, I'm one of my favorite words that nobody seems to like but me, the optics. Yeah. <laughs> the optics on something like that is bad. It just really is. And so, I, I again, I guarantee you there is so much more to that story, and it might be a really crappy supplier, and yep. it might be a really crappy distributor. I just know I wasn't getting the whole story, so I don't have an opinion other than that's not the place to broadcast that shit.
1: So, I, so one of the things I, I, I appreciate what you're saying, one of the things I do like is that he – He did not call out the supplier Yes, you
0: You are right to bring that up because yeah, that that was very smart. And I'm not again. I'm not. I don't even know who made the original post. Yeah, I'm not necessarily throwing that under the bus. And I I will say, in all fairness, the way that post was written was hey. What do you guys think about this? Yes. But again, I just know I wasn't getting the whole story.
1: Yeah, and I think your point was exactly what I thought. I was like, yeah, but you know, one of my rules, and I tell my daughters this, I tell my salespeople this, is in life, we train people how to treat us, right? And so I have a feeling that there was, much like you just said, a history there that wasn't just, you know, because I think it said, well, it just boiled down to this one $9 charge. Maybe. But I'm kind of with you. I have a feeling that that's one of those things that it was, that was the straw. And um, as is the case, that Mm is most of the time, there's two sides to every story, and it's usually somewhere in the middle. Maybe
0: there's three. Yeah, right? But I love,
1: I love that people are tagging us in these discussions. (laughs) Oh,
0: absolutely. Please do. Hey, we... That makes me happy. (laughs) Guys, it's hard to fill 30 minutes a week with content. So don't, don't be afraid to tag us. No, that's perfect. That's perfect. All right. Let's do one quick one, yep, and then um, go into a rousing round of fill in the blank. Yes. So, one of my least favorite TV personalities of all time. Okay. Um, got fired this week.
1: Yes, I'm so glad you brought this up. Um,
0: <laughs> I, 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 we're talking about Roseanne Barr. Yes. And I'll, I'll try to uh, encapsulate basically what happened. She threw out some racist tweets earlier this week. And, Not for the first um, time, by the way. No, no. But it, it was like, you know, woke up and I guess uh, blamed it on Ambien, apparently, sure. because that's the drug for all your racist needs, apparently. <laughs> um, so she threw out some some pretty negative stuff uh, uh, regarding certain people and certain races and certain cultures and summarily got fired and then proceeded to blame it on Ambien or the fact that she is a Donald Trump supporter. Right. When... Did we turn the corner as a culture, Kirby, that we can't admit? Yeah, I was wrong. Yes. Or I would almost rather her say, "Hey, they fired me. I stand by what I said." <laughs> right. Because I, as, as awful as it was, I'd have, as much as I hate what she said. I'd have at least a modicum of respect if she either apologized said that that was wrong and I was right to be fired. Yes, or if she said, "Hey, I don't see anything wrong with what I said. It was a joke. I'm a comedian. Deal with it." Right. But instead, it's this. Well, you know, Ambien, <laughs> it brings out the racist in all of us. <laughs> so I, I don't. You know, what do you think about that?
1: Yeah, it's so funny. This is I. I had this as one of my topics potentially, and mm-hmm. it, that was so two things. Number one. Roseanne, back, I was probably, I mean, how old were we when when um, this was popular, The show was popular I, first time?
0: I don't know. I think it's, it was about 25, 30 years ago. Yeah, maybe, so I maybe, remember I, I don't was in,
1: know. I think I was in high school. Or I hated that show. I th- I, I've, I've, by the way, never thought that show was funny. So that was actually my point, is that that was the moment, I was in high school, I believe, and that was the moment that I realized popular doesn't equal good. Right. I literally, I remember having that moment because I'm looking around going, everybody thinks this is great, this show sucks. It's it's not well done, I don't think, I, I just never liked it. And no, so I get that it. was the moment that I was like, hey, it's actually good for me to have my own opinion. And then second point about this is exactly what you just said. I'm so tired of the non-apology apologies. Like, let's spin it back to you in the initial thing. When you talked about in the podcast where you're like, dude, I was a bad employee, I deserve to be fired. You yeah. know what? People respect the shit out of that because it's honest and we learn from it and we grow from it. And if you want to come out and say, you know what, that was a bad human statement. I'm sorry I said that, and I'm going to work to get better. Fine. Right. Okay, I'll take that. But, yeah, exactly right. I, I'm being fired because I'm Donald Trump. That's horseshit, and you know it. And, yeah. like, and, and it's insulting to everyone. You, it is. You made a horrific statement. The yeah. end. And so, like, the idea that it's Ambien's fault is – it would be funny if it weren't sad well
0: it's sad it's sad that we still have to deal with this stuff and you know we've talked about you know race relations at some points on this podcast before i think we talked about an episode 100 again when we talked about the removal of confederate monuments right i don't know what it's like to be part of a group that um is a minority yeah. and so I, I i just she's an idiot no,
1: no, just... <laughs> that's exactly right
0: she's a complete moron but you know who's not complete morons kirby who's that bill Kirby, that'd be the good people at gold, star pens, and that, oh, so ever smoothing. You know, they do, they, they, they encapsulate one of my favorite things, and that's simplicity. They make the buying process easy. They have that all-inclusive pricing that includes all setup charges, all decoration charges, free ground shipping at every writing instrument order, always. Standard 24 or 48-hour production on their most popular styles, and again, Oh, man, that ever-smooth thing. You will (laughs) never pick up another writing instrument again because they are writing instruments. You know, a lot of people use pens. When you experience simplicity with Gold Star, you're using a writing instrument. So if you want to learn more and get your free Simplicity Starter Kit, and gosh darn it, why wouldn't you want to, go to com slash unscripted. Kirby, are they going to be sorry that they did? Absolutely not, Bill. Excellent. Well, Kirby,
1: why don't you start us off with a fill-blank today? Okay. So as we record this, we're getting ready to start the NBA Finals. So the NBA MVP this year should be
0: Oh, I think it's got to be LeBron, right? Um, I'm not a huge basketball fan. Right. I wholly subscribe to the theory that you should give each NBA team 80 points in two minutes to play. <laughs> yes. And 97% of the time, the outcome would be exactly the same. Um, but I do know that I know enough to know this, that LeBron has to be the MVP because he is playing – with four other guys who have almost no business being in the NBA. (laughs) So he has single-handedly carried that team. Now, I don't know if they're going to beat the Warriors, and frankly, I don't care. I just want it over. (laughs) But to the fact that they beat the Celtics, I mean, and I did watch some of those games, and he carried that team on his back. So I think the MVP has to be LeBron James, and I'll even go a step further. LeBron James is the greatest basketball player of all time not Michael Jordan. Cuz Michael jo- Yeah, yeah, no. Look. Michael Jordan when he left the Bulls, they still had Scottie Pippen. They still had Dennis Rodman. They had some good players. Name me someone on the Cavs team not named LeBron who does anything. Yeah. Well, wow.
1: I, I I've actually said that if they don't if if they don't give the Le, the the LeBron award, the MVP award to LeBron this year, they need to do away with the award.
0: Uh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And I I'm, I'm telling you, I think he might be the greatest of all time. I love it. I really it. believe that. Kirby, the best thing you ate over the long Memorial Day weekend was?
1: Actually, uh, crawfish.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Man, I love me some mud bugs. Tell us all about it, Kirby.
1: So one of my really, really good friends here in Coshocton has a pool. He invited half of the town over. And, yeah, he's from Louisiana. He Mm. literally had the mud bugs shipped up. He made them, handed out butter, tore them apart. It was Did he teach you how to eat them? Uh, I've actually had them before. Okay. uh, And so when he said we were doing it this time, I'm like, I'm in. So, yeah, did, that was pretty awesome. Did,
0: did you, and, and please, I mean nothing sexual by this. <laughs> did you suck the head?
1: <laughs> I I did all of the appropriate things that I'm supposed to do. Okay, because, I mean, it, like
0: it, that, that's where the good stuff is. That's yeah. where the, the, oh, man, I am jealous of that. Yeah. That is awesome.
1: That's a pretty good one, right? Yeah. Okay, so as you know, I'm getting ready to head out on a little family vacation here. I do. So the week before vacation is
0: ridiculously busy um, <laughs> when I go on vacation I truly 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 try to unplug um, I think you are a little different in that way yep. you will work a little bit in the morning I think so that you can kind of relax the rest of the day and feel like okay I'm still plugged in I will literally um, take 20 minutes in the morning check emails in 20 minutes at night and that's it I want to unplug as much as I can so right. I try to be as productive as possible um, to get everything done that needs to be done so that when I'm on vacation, I don't really have to do anything because I think when you don't fully unplug, no matter how much you love your job, and I love what I do, I'm having the time of my life, you do need to unplug or you can burn out. So I really try to do everything I can that week before so that I can enjoy the time off.
1: Yep. Well said, my friend. All right. It's the
0: first day of a new employee and that makes you feel blank. Excited.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I, you know, it's funny. We, we don't do this perfect, but really do work hard to, um, uh, welcome them in, spend a lot of time in the first week. Um, mm-hmm. and I mean, when I say we spend a lot of time, I mean, I personally spend a lot of time day one of an employee, they spend a, an inordinate amount of time with me. I go through manuals. I go through, you know, this isn't a job that I delegate at this point. Right. Um, and so honestly, I'm, I'm usually excited because hopefully I, I always feel like I've hired the right person and I'm excited sure. to get them on and get them contributing. So for me, the first day of a new employee, I get, I get pretty fired up about
0: it. Love it. That's good. Good answer.
1: Thank you, sir. Okay, so a bucket list item that you want to do, but you've never done is? Go on an Alaskan cruise.
0: Um, I am predisposed to hate all things cruise. Okay. Um, I don't like the idea of a cruise, and the only one I would do is an Alaskan cruise. Okay. Uh, See, now you got me started on a sidebar, so (laughs) here's the thing. I don't like the idea of a cruise. And people who've been on a cruise, what? What's the problem, man? It's awesome. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's great. But I know what my personality brings to certain situations. And being as time sensitive as I am, here's how it plays out. You get to Mazatlan, and they let you off the boat at 9 in the morning. And they say, hey, Got to be back by 5 because we're leaving at 6. At lunchtime, I'm already getting nervous looking at my watch (laughs) and rushing everybody through what they're doing because I'm convinced we're going to miss the boat. Absolutely. (laughs) So that's not a good place for me. That's fair. Plus, I like the freedom. I like vacations that have freedom to them. The best vacation I've ever taken is when um, Sandy and I, before we had kids, and we went with some friends of of ours, um, and we went to Europe for two weeks and we had a plan but when the plan wasn't fitting right we deviated from it because we could um what if i get to mazatlan on that boat and in the eight hours they give me isn't enough i want to do more i can't i got to get back on the boat so i don't like that so but that's not what you asked so the bucket list item Kirby, in short would be an alaskan cruise because i've always wanted to see alaska I, i i the pictures i've seen just are gorgeous so that that's That's the trip I'd like to do. I like it. Cool, man. All right. Kirby, the feeling you have when a dog runs up to you wagging his or her tail could best be described as?
1: Cautiously optimistic.
0: Okay, (laughs) interesting. I like
1: it. Yeah, so I I actually like dogs. And I think it depends, like, um, for whatever reason, and my, my wife likes dogs as well. She's, I think, afraid a little bit, and you know, mm-hmm. you know how dogs are; they sense that a little mm-hmm. bit. And so, if I'm with my wife, I tend to get in front of her because I'm like, if somebody's going to get bit, I'd just assume it'd be me. Um, mm-hmm. But most of the time, um, I, I, I love dogs. On the other side, you know, I do a bit of running, and that is one of the things where, um, if you're running on a backcountry road and a dog starts chasing you, you just don't know what you're getting into. And so, it, you know, generally speaking. Love it, but yeah. Every once in a while, I've had some interesting experiences. So, uh, love cautiously. it. You got one more.
0: Yeah, you got one more.
1: Yeah, after football. Yeah, your number one sport to watch is
0: high lie. Um, I'm kidding. High lie. <laughs> 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 that would be <laughs> that'd be ice hockey. I okay. love hockey. Um, it is a tremendous. It's best in person, no question. But even sure. on TV. Especially during the NHL playoffs, man, there is nothing better than the intensity of NHL playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. I, I will tell you the, the NFL playoffs don't don't match it. Uh, baseball certainly doesn't match it. Basketball, <laughs> I don't even give a shit. Yeah. But I love hockey. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. All right, Kirby, I've got a couple rapid fires oh, for that's you. that's right. Okay. And these are superhero themed okay. rapid fires. I'll do my best. One one word answers only, Kirby. No explanations. <laughs> okay. Iron Man or Thor? Iron Man. Spider Man or Ant Man? Spider Man. Batman or Superman? Oh, Batman. Wow, that was reluctant. Yeah. <laughs> I love both Luke's, of those guys. <laughs> Luke Skywalker or Han Solo? Oh, Luke Skywalker. Jimmy Buffett or Zach Brown? Oh. Zach Brown. Chocolate or peanut butter? Chocolate. All right. And I know those last two weren't superheroes, but dang it. It's our podcast. We can do what we want.
1: <laughs> yeah, you were being purposefully mean on a couple of those.
0: I was not being purposefully mean just cuz you can't make a decision, but you know you what you can decide to do Kirby What's is get that? to know what they're doing at Collab. Like we said those two partner companies, Bam Bams and T-shirt Tycoon collaborating and i love when when people collaborate because i think beautiful things can happen and they're collaborating to give you a single po solution with a single project manager for all your private label needs we're talking retail retail feel retail look and a retail experience for end users so they are launching at asi chicago july 25th and 26th so when you go to asi chicago stop by their booth at 1907 uh, that's Bam Bam's booth or T-Shirt Tycoon's booth at 1714. They're right across from each other. They're right across from each other. Sweet. And they're also going to have a collab meeting room, MR ten 1049 if you'd like to schedule a collab presentation. And we thank him for sponsoring this platinum-level broadcast. Kirby, thank you for once again having the courage to do this podcast. Thanks, brother.